It's the Tater Tot Hot Dish. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Jake and Bauer. Is it high, bro? No. It's entertainment. Hot Dish. It's the Jake and Bauer Show. Hour number two. Double scoops of the hot dish here. Get them while they last. Jailed with a little bit of ketchup on them. Oh, okay. It's not pancakes. Jailed for up to 60 years on child abuse charges. This is, um, this is a really crappy story in that this woman did some horrible things. Former YouTube yeah. vlogger Ruby Frank, mother of six, who used to give parenting advice to millions online. People would flock to her to find out what the parenting advice was that she had. She broke down in tears on Tuesday as she addressed the court moments before a Utah judge sentenced her to up to 60 years in prison on child abuse charges. She was handed four one to 15 year sentences in prison. One for each of the four counts of child abuse to which she pleaded guilty back in December. Also, alongside of her, her former business partner, Jody Hildebrand, received the same sentence as Frank did. Frank and Hildebrand had each pleaded guilty to four counts of aggravated child abuse after the two women physically and emotionally abused Frank's two youngest children. Among the abuse, they sought to convince the children that they were evil, possessed, and needed to be punished to repent, which included, at different times, holding the children's heads underwater. And also, wow. hand, at one point in time with the boy, they say, handcuffed both his wrists and then his ankles, and then had a rope tied between the two so he couldn't get away. This came after he tried to run away from home because of the abuse. Good Lord. Frank once ran a YouTube channel documenting her family's life and giving online parental advice, which drew millions of subscribers. And now it appears because of the abuse that she handed down to her two children, um, it looks like she'll be getting anywhere between a one-year and a 15-year sentence, which is why they're saying, you know, there's four of them, so that could be 60 years in total that she could be facing behind bars for the child abuse that she inflicted upon her kids. Wow. Yeah. Um, is that enough jail time? I don't think so. Those I mean, poor kids. Yeah. I, I would... Uh... I, I think sometimes some of these charges rise to a much bigger penalty. Yeah. And she like she knows now what she did was wrong, obviously way too late. And she says that she is absolutely over like beyond apologetic about this. She knows how much she's hurt her children and how much they trusted her, all of that kind of stuff. But at the same time, she was asking for like, I'd like to keep this case quiet because I don't want my kids to have to relive all of this. I'm like, what do you think they do every day? They're reliving right? this every single day. And especially yeah. days when whether you are there or are not there, they're reliving all the stuff that you and your business partner did to them. So yeah, I think 60 years is a starting point. I think it right. should be way more than that, that they both have to go through. This is the days where I think we should have like a, uh, like, Put it this way. We have a, a contract with Russia mm -hmm. where they take care of some of our prisoners for us. Okay, yes. Oh, it's not a comrade. He was out for a walk and he uh, fell over and died. <laughs> right, right, right. But she didn't really? have to be anywhere near that hospital window, did she? No, 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 no. She. Uh, it was a self-inflicted uh, suicide. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but it's a knife to the back. Mm, yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Self-inflicted. Yeah. Is that that's not even possible though? I'm just saying, you know, have like some type of out program yeah. where we, you know, to uh, lessen the burden on our prison system, we take right. some of the worst of the worst. And, it's uh, it's hey, like a Russia. <laughs> it's like a it's like a foreign exchange student program, right. but it's prisoners, and we send them to North Korea. Here's a couple of B one bombers. Um, take care of these folks for us, would you? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I like that. Yeah, and then we, we wash our hands of it, right? And that also uh, fly them over with Danny Masterson. Why not? I would be in, <laughs> be okay with that. Yeah, I'd be in favor of that. And Weinstein. Yeah, all of them. Let them yeah. all, they are part of our our, our, our our transition program to let the prisoners see other jail cells in other countries. Well, here comes a four-part biopic. Yeah, this I, I thought was interesting. And again, you can't, you know, you can't really expect to have everybody at one shooting, one filming because um, two of them are dead. But each of the Beatles will be the subject of their own biopic in a new Sam Mendes tet, I've never heard this before, Tetralogy set for 2027, the first scripted Beatles films with the right to the band's life stories and music catalog. Now, Mendez is the director of American Beauty, Skyfall, 1917. He's made some great movies. The project will be directed in four separate movies, one from each band member's point of view. McCartney, Ringo Starr, the families of John Lennon and George Harrison have authorized the film, so they're on board with it. Mendez said in a press release, I'm honored to be telling the story of the greatest rock band of all time and excited to challenge the notion of what constitutes a trip to the movies. Well, apparently four different movies. Sony Pictures Entertainment and Neil Street Productions will handle production and distribution of the films. But there's going to be four separate. I, and I don't know about you, but when I look at the four and I, I was like the Beatles growing up, like yes. my parents like the Beatles. Yes, so I like the Beatles. Of course. McCartney, definitely want to see that. John Lennon, of course. Harrison, right. totally. I could care less about a Ringo Starr movie. <laughs> no. Ringo's, uh, his uh, biopic will be about 10 minutes. <laughs> you could save a whole lot of money just by not making that film or just making it available to those people who are big Ringo Starr fans, I, both of them. This is our fourth in the four-part four series. <laughs> Today know, we cover Ringo Starr, you know the luckiest bastard in the world. You know it's going to happen. The first one will be Lennon, <laughs> then it'll be McCartney, then it'll be Harrison, then it'll be Ringo. That's the order I predict it'll be in. They're going to start with the Ringo Starr movie. Like, hey, go check out the individual Beatle biopics. The first one, Ringo Starr. No one is right. going to see and that. The amazing career he's had since he, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, he's still he's still alive. He's still alive. He's still yeah. touring, technically. He is touring, but have you seen him in concert? I haven't. I mean, it's just, it's like, it feels like he's a cover band. That's kind of my point. Like, I feel like yeah. he's just, there's the no, there's, there's no excitement when Ringo Starr comes on stage. Like, if you, he wasn't, he wasn't Moon from the, the Who. I you mean, would have to sell me on some really trashy stuff about Ringo Starr. Like, he was into snuff films, not just watching them, but <laughs> producing them for many years. I'd be like, wait a minute, maybe I should see this then. Because right? I didn't know that about Ringo Starr. But you're going to have to sell me on that, sex cults, all kinds of drugs in order to get me to see anything about Ringo Starr because there's just zero interest. Look, we know John Lennon's incredible songwriter. Yeah. Right? And so is Paul. Right. But Lennon was the meat to that sandwich. He was, he had the, 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 the powerful lyrics yeah. that, you know, not just like, uh, you know, you love me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. But like the serious stuff when they started, you know, moving into that more serious album stuff. Harrison was also an incredible singer songwriter. Amazing. A lot of people don't realize that, but he, he had it. I mean, he had a gift for it, 
Ringo was just a guy who could keep a, a, a two drum beat. I mean, and, it was like, and most of the Beatles would even argue he could do that. But that, you know, again, that's he you, just you give him you know, a, a typical, you know, like a, a drums kit, and he's got like maybe two cymbals, and I don't even think he had a cowbell. I mean, it was like there was nothing to him. He wasn't a Neil Pert from no, Rush, right? He was the he, luckiest guy to join no. the world's biggest rock band. He was That's able it. to keep up with, I love you, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, have, and he was like, okay, yeah, I'll get my hair cut like the rest of you. That's that, I'll do that. And then I'll kind of bop my head around while we're, while you guys are all singing. But that's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm yep. giving to this band. Yeah. I mean, nowhere near the power of the, the drummers that no. you would think of like, oh, yeah, these guys are Hall of Famers. Oh, my and God. He, didn't, he wasn't like a guy that wrote incredible music or, you know, performed. He, and even his voice isn't, I mean, it's fine, but it's yeah. like, it, it, it's like he, he sings and talks at the same time. Right. Like there's, you know? there was a, a social media video that was out in the, over the past week that showed just this clip of John Lennon. Like they're all, all the bands sitting down in the studio in the seventies and they're about to record something or they're in the process of recording something. They're all sitting down with their instruments and uh, McCartney's asking uh, Lennon something about where he, I don't know where he had the most fun on a trip or whatever. And Lennon's reaching around in his pocket of the jacket that's sitting over the chair he's sitting in and pulls out like, I, I think it's a joint or it's a pipe or some sort of, you know, illicit drug material paraphernalia. And then he notices that the cameras are on and running. And so he quickly puts it back into the pocket again. Like that was interesting. Ringo Starr would have to pull out like a human foot from his pocket. Um, one of the stories from the hot dish was Netflix show, um, it's called One Day. Okay. It's this new show. It's surpassed 15.2 million views since oh. it premiered 11 days ago. Oh, my God. 14-part series starring Abika Maud and uh, Leo Woodall launched February 8th, and it's just gone nuts. But coming up, I'm going to give you in the, uh, the deep dive, as I like to call the rabbit hole, dropping a beat, most watched streaming TV shows and movies this week. Okay. And... How they compared to the 1990s or 1990 movies and TV shows that were out. We'll, we'll show you. Okay. Yeah. Have a think about it.